0: You can find
1: out more about me, Anna, at annamarshnutrition.co.uk. And each week we will be bringing you inspiring content for a healthier and happier mind, body, heart and soul. Hi, it's Anna. Ever since I was a child, I wanted to study the power that food can have on our health. When I started practicing as a nutritional therapist a decade ago, I realized that what is just as important is the relationship that we have with food. This is very often a mirror for the relationship we have with ourselves. Through my own personal journey and health challenges, I was forced to dig deeper and understand things that go beyond just our physical bodies. I learned the importance of working with the whole person to create a balanced body, mind, heart and soul. I'm now passionate about using my diverse toolbox to help women slow down, take better care of themselves, and ultimately cultivate a life which is a reflection of self-love. If you feel like this is speaking to you, I created a 43-page guide, 9 Steps to Love, Nourish, and Connect with Your Body to Create an Energized Life with a Happy Heart and Soul. You can download it for free and join my Grounded Goddess community for even more inspiration by visiting groundedgoddess.co.uk forward slash nine, the number, hyphen, steps. That's groundedgoddess.co.uk forward slash nine, the number, hyphen, steps, S-T-E-P-S. I'm looking forward to seeing you in the community. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Kombucha and Color. Today It's me and Shay, just the two of us. I'm interviewing Shay. She's just done her very, very first yoga and creativity retreat or move. What is it called? Tell me, Shay. Move, breathe, create, retreat. Move, breathe, create, retreat. And we haven't spoken since because now we like save our conversation. So it's really natural when we podcast. So today we're just catching up and she's going to share about the retreat. I believe it was amazing. So I'm just so excited to to catch up with you today Shay and to hear all about everything where shall
0: we begin where shall we begin <laughs> it's like it's like there's a, there's a lot of there's a lot of downloading that's happening for me in this moment in reflection on that retreat because it was a bigger weekend than i anticipated it being for many different reasons i tried some things in that weekend that were a little bit different from what I was, from what I usually teach and from how I usually teach. And I'm so grateful that I did because it's given me personally an opening into a way that I can heal people in a much deeper, much more profound way than I ever thought possible. And it's really created a huge shift within me and the work that I want to offer going forward. So it's been massive. It's been massive for me in that sense. And yeah, like the retreat, um, I think was quite powerful for a lot of people in shifting some stuff within them. And that has definitely been my calling of, where to go further with this and it's so interesting because after this retreat I was like you know what I actually need to book a call with one of my facilitators and I booked a call with him and we were chatting yesterday about this and I was like you know it's this this retreat has opened up something in me that I didn't know I had before and it's like I was accessing something that was beyond me that was there on that retreat and I said to a few women on the retreat that you know, there's things that I'm saying and these things that are that are doing is it's coming through me. I'm not. I'm feeling these words and I'm hearing these words on my heart and I'm speaking them, but it doesn't sound like my voice and it's not me, but it is me. But it's not me. So I've had this like duality that given me a few places where I can go and things that I can kind of move towards in order to create a future deep dive retreat. And it's interesting because. When I went to university, I wanted to study drama psychotherapy. So I went to Rhodes University and my two majors were drama and psychology. And I thought, oh, I'll be a drama psychotherapist. And as it would have it, I decided to take three majors. I picked up journalism as well at the start of my university degree. And I ended up veering off towards journalism and graphic design. And that's what I ended up majoring in. And now having been through this retreat and just seeing like, the massive shift that I have potential to transform within people I've on reflection, gone to this facilitator and he has recommended this um, specific training for me. And I look at this training, I've been researching it and reading a little bit more about it and how it works. And a lot of it is to do with role play. And I'm like, this is incredible because this is drama psychotherapy. And, and, and I was like, you know, I messaged him this morning and I was like, you know, I've been doing some reading and, that is what I went to university for like so many years ago. And it's like, now I'm coming full circle and it's like something within me back there knew that this was the path for me. And here I am. And it's just, it's like been so, so wow. So wild that this is, it's come full circle. So, yeah, but the, so, so there's, there's a lot of stuff that's moving through me and, you know, going back to what the actual retreat is, is that I, and I created this retreat for people to experience this creativity and this connection to yoga and creativity. And we worked through the different chakras, the different elements that are associated with the chakras. And we did some creative practices that um, married those two things together. And this is another like, interesting thing is that Colleen, who we've had on the show a few episodes ago, and we—I think we've had it twice, maybe on the show. Contact no, just just one way. show. You're okay. just going mad. <laughs> going mad. That's that's probably what it sounds getting, like to people, and that's okay. I'm okay with that. I'm
1: looking up the episode now. I think it was episode eight, but let me just grab right. it for nah, people. No, like it was it was early days in the beginning. Uh,
0: episode eight. Yes, that was right. Episode eight, episode eight. So she had messaged me probably about at the beginning of the year. And she said to me, you know, Shay, enough with this fluffy stuff. And I was like, what is she talking about? Like, what is this fluffy stuff? What does she mean? Colleen tells it like it is as well. Yeah, no, she's like, you know, puts it out there and says, enough with this fluffy stuff. You need to be really helping and healing people in a really deep, you know, and she mentioned the word trauma. And for me, that at that stage, I was like, oh, no, that in my head, that meant that I had to go to... You know refugee camps, and I had to go to these like war-torn countries, and I was like, oh, I'm not ready. Like I, that doesn't connect to me at all. But I had this this experience on this retreat of really being profoundly able to help people because everybody has trauma in their life. Every single person has some form of trauma. No matter who you are, no matter how spiritually developed you are, you have something that's sitting on your heart that needs to be cleared. And that is just how it is. Like there's no there's no other way to say it. That's just the truth. And I had this experience on this retreat of really being able to dive into that with people and in small ways begin to clear that. And from a place that's, that's me, but also beyond me. So I completely now get the separation that she's talking about of this fluffy stuff of having a a retreat that's got movement and creativity. And I still will do those because it will, it is, and it is a beautiful experience. People can go there and, you know, get inspired to paint and to make things and to draw and to move their bodies and feel energized and inspired and, really like get into that inspiration vibe but then also there is another deeper layer that people can really use those tools the creative practices the art practices the movement practices to access something that's deeper that needs to shift from them and that's been like my big learning from this from this retreat is yeah there these two modalities that that I have to offer people and never before has the path been so clear for me. Like I, after getting back from this retreat, I was like, Oh, I know exactly what to do. And even in terms of like the naming, I said to Warren last night, like there's move, breathe, create, which are these retreats that I can get that inspiration and move your body, create something yoga and arts and crafts, like a beautiful, really wonderful experience for people to come and enjoy. And then, As you may know, I used to run Voyage to the Soul creative discovery programs, and I know, like now, I'm going to offer a retreat that's Voyage to the Soul. That's a little bit like of a deeper dive. So I already have these two models that are so clear. The path is so clear for me. I just feel like I feel really grounded, and I feel really like in my power on this. Like it's it's really been profound this this weekend for me personally as a facilitator and as a teacher, and knowing the difference between those two roles has been quite interesting. So yeah, that's where I'm at on that. <laughs> I'm sitting here and I'm just absorbing
1: everything you're saying. And it makes me feel so happy and excited because I think it's like that feeling when you just know. Mm. It's just such an incredible feeling. And you know, we've been on our, our little journeys together and having our little weekly podcast catch-ups and like having these like ups and downs together in life and business and all of that. And just to see you and feel you in this place is just,
0: ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, thank you. I, I appreciate that so much. And Warren last night to me, he said, and this was came up out of nowhere. He said, Shay, he's like, I really feel exactly how I felt about you when we first got married and all the potential that I could see in you. And now it's like you, you are, you are in it. Like I can see that you are in exactly where what I saw of you back then, like you are in this and he's like, you're only going to expand from here. And I was like, I know. And it's not something that I'm like, Oh, I know. I'm like so great. I'm like, it's a deep knowing that I have inside my body of this and this work, which is weird. It's like a profound thing. Yeah.
1: And you know, as well, is that like, I I feel that too. I can feel that the word you used was potential and I I feel that potential. And I think in the past, we've talked about this idea of, you know, separation and oneness and, and actually how when we can see the potential in other people, it helps us see the potential in ourselves. And I think that's why this is so exciting as well, because it just, it's showing me what else is possible. And I'm so grateful for that.
0: Yeah. You know what? When I got into this call with a and it's something that all these things in the past, I would have been like, oh, I can't have this call because it's expensive and all this stuff. And that, well, that didn't even cross my mind. This is what I need. And I'm taking the action. This is the step. And it just like rolls. Like I feel like I'm just like rolling with this now because there's no fear within me of like what to do because the path is so right in my body. And something that that I started off this call with, I said, you know, however many years ago, six years ago, five years ago, whatever it was, I had this journal and I wrote down what my purpose was. And the purpose that I wrote down, it's actually, I'll oh, put it away, that it's, it was next to me yesterday. The purpose that I wrote down was to inspire people through the excitement of yoga, through creativity and tools and teaching to live their best lives. And I said to him, that is the purpose that still sits very deeply within me. But at this point where I am right now, that feeling of yoga has taken on a different meaning. Because Back then, when I wrote that purpose, that intention of what I want to do and to help heal people and to excite them to have this full potential within their own lives, that idea of yoga meant the state of peacefulness and calm and contentment, which is beautiful. And I will always come back to that. But yoga for me now has taken on this meaning of a state of complete union with something that is much bigger than just feeling peaceful calm and content it's union with the universe union with love union with consciousness and that that is what that is what can shift that's what can happen when you allow yourself to shift things that are sitting in your body that are sitting on your heart that you need to clear and i'm, I'm so i'm just so excited for this work i'm so like I feel so ready for it. Like there was stuff that came up on the retreat that was unexpected. And I, you know, I had this experience of kind of watching my body walk over to people, not knowing what I was going to say or do when I got there, but just knowing the right words would come and they did. And it was this feeling of this unexpected stuff has come up, but also I feel very grounded and very ready and very able to hold space for it. And it was like, it was profound for me. You know, I had I had conversations with people where I was like, I don't actually know what this conversation is about. And, you know, I was I was saying the right things and and, and kind of talking heart to heart to people, which is a very odd thing to say, but that's what it felt like. You know, you you're not conversing from, oh, I'm chatting to you in my head and I'm chatting to you and receiving this information from our heads, but really this heart to heart conversation that it's, it's very profound and it's very powerful because it comes through the body, which is everything that yoga and movement practices and why they're so important. So yeah, that's, that's where I'm at. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I am at i i do not know. I feel like I don't even know what questions to
1: ask you. I'm rubbish at interviewing. <laughs> Each week we get incredible feedback about our episodes of Kombucha and Color We know our show is touching, inspiring, and helping hundreds of women, and we would like to reach even more. Can you help? You can help other women find the inspiration that you have found if you head over to iTunes and leave us a five-star review. If you screenshot your review and share it on Instagram stories or your Instagram feed tagging myself, Anna, Shay, more kombucha and color will send you a wonderful restful yoga nidra practice to download so you can find some peace and calm in your day or a better night's sleep at night additionally everyone who enters and leaves a review and shares it on instagram will be put into a lucky prize draw to win a copy of my beat the bloat guide and shay's yoga guide you can love your body from the inside out with 174 pages, including over a hundred pages of recipes, which walk you through my 28-day digestive reset process. This is perfect if you want to reset your body, address any unwanted health symptoms, or support your skin, hormones, energy, and digestion. Shay's 173-page yoga guide includes 116 pages of detailed pose analysis. It will give you all the tools you need to teach yourself yoga so you can sequence, practice, and flow safely in your very own home. Remember, all you need to do is go to iTunes, leave a five-star review, screenshot the review, and share it on Instagram stories or your Instagram feed tagging myself, Anna underscore marsh underscore nutrition, Shay at Indie Yoga Life or kombucha and color kombucha underscore and underscore color. Head on over and do that right now before you forget. And then your yoga needle practice will be on its way. in terms of like what you had planned compared to what actually came out maybe if you don't mind like going into a little bit of it like the different like highlighting the difference in terms of what you expected would happen versus what happened
0: so I'm not going to go into the actual what we did because I think and I'm still and I'm still kind of playing with this of what needs to be in terms of people who sign up, not knowing what's coming yeah, in the actual... I thought you might say that. Yeah, yeah. I, think, I think that might be important for people to not know what's coming. There might be some hesitation, I would say. Mm. Or p-
1: people generally make, um, they make preconceived ideas about mm. what things will be or will not be, and then that has an impact on experience
0: instead of just surrendering to what is. Absolutely. So in that sense, I guess the, the easiest way to describe it is that I expected it to be a much lighter space in terms of, oh, we're going to do this and it's going to be fun and it's going to be this wonderful thing. And I opened up a space for conversation and what came was a lot deeper than I expected or that I imagined. And that deepness, I think, comes through a sense of trust that people have um, either with the other people in the group or with me. And I think that allowed some people to really move quite deeply. And I think when people are ready to move that deeply, deeply, then they have these really profound shifts. That's something that is, when I spoke to this facilitator yesterday and where I kind of want to take this and where I want to go with this is that when I'm in the moment, I know what to do. Like I don't need guidance on that because there's something else that's guiding me and, 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 telling you the right thing to, or feeling the right thing to say and do. But it's about creating the really appropriate framework for in which that can happen. And that's really important because there needs to be trust and there needs to be safety and there needs to be a sense of really feeling supported. So that's what I'm working with him now. He's taking on a supervisor role in the next retreat that I plan and create because I'm really excited about and bringing more of this type of work forward because it's yeah, it's, it's big, which has been crazy because up until now, I felt that the work that I've been doing is big. But now I'm like, oh, wow. There's it's like more there's There's more level. Yeah. I still will do the creativity and the fun stuff because sometimes that's what people need and sometimes that's where they are. So yeah, there's these two things And I said, like what I'm feeling right now is a sense of balancing. And I was searching for the word of how I feel when I was trying to explain it to this facilitator that... Oh, it's, it feels like mm, up and down and it's not like it feels delicate or fragile or kind of things are easy to break because I don't, that's not the feeling that I get, but I, the word that comes to me is balancing. I feel like my feet are firmly on the ground, but I've got my hands outstretched and I'm, and I'm balancing these things and I, and I'm kind of like weighing up these things and balancing them and just seeing, seeing how it, how it feels in my body. And, and yeah, I guess like. Where I want to go with it. That's what's moving through me at the moment. And it's so interesting because when, when I got back from this retreat, I was like, Oh, you know, I've got, I've got quite a big headache. And she was like, Oh, but you, you've kind of picked up a lot of like this energy of, of people that you've been carrying on this retreat. And you know, I've really had a really strong um, sense of separation of my stuff and other people's stuff. And I said, you know, but I, but I've really found that boundary. What happened? And she's like, no, you just you got excited either by the magic of it all because I like didn't sleep for two nights like on this retreat, did not sleep at all. So she's like, you either got really excited about the magic of it all and that that feeling of like, whoa, this is like big, or just like exhausted because your body went into overdrive of like just feeling like completely run down yeah and you got a little bit tired so kind of that feeling of like absorbing the energy of other people to help right or maybe i just wanted to help so much that i wanted to kind of carry these people and she gave me these things to do and i'm as I'm before we got onto this call, I looked at Anna's whiteboards behind her and I see the symbol that Colleen had given me to do. And I was like, oh, I know that symbol. It's like this symbol of like closing the energy between you and other people so that you can call your own energy back into your body and feel like you are here, present in yourself again. And I did these practices, like kind of saying thank you and closing the energy between each of the people that were on retreat. My headache disappeared instantly. I was like, what the fuck? Amazing. <laughs> like, I, you know, up until this point, I'd like, I go along with like Colleen's woo-woo stuff because it's like, okay, I can get on board because it's energy and it's science and like everything's made up of energy and cells and atoms. And yes, I get it. Like from a cognitive point of view. But this is the first time that I'm like, oh, I get this. Like, I really get this from an energy perspective. I get the energy of other people. I get the energy of bodies. Like." I get this, like in a really like body way. And it's so, yeah, I'm just in a really weird place at the moment. And these last few days have been like just overwhelming. Like Colleen said to me, you need a massage. And I was like, okay. So I booked a massage, went to this massage therapist and he's a sports physiotherapist. So he he looks at my neck and shoulders and he's like, oh, do you have a problem? Yes, I said, I'm a yoga teacher. I've been on this weekend retreat. And he said, do you have a problem with your yoga practice? Like, the, Like obviously he's feeling my neck and he's like, that you are like recruiting your neck to do these postures. Like it is not good. So I was like, no, I I don't have a problem at all with my yoga practice. I was like, I can 100% tell you this is energetic. And he was like, Oh, okay. And like, he got it. And I was like, yeah, I I get it. (laughs) Like it just, it's just been really, really interesting. So this is probably going to sound so weird to some people. And that's totally fine. Like I'm on board with that. It's okay. (laughs) It's really funny you say that now because I've also had a
1: headache this week. I actually woke up this morning with like a massive headache and I'm in this weird space at the moment in terms of transitioning because my Grounded Goddess 3 program has ended. But once the program has ended, I still hold space for them for a couple of weeks just to allow for that transition into not having me there anymore. It's not like I'm doing any coaching or anything, but I'm there. I'm holding the space and the energetic space. And then I've just started a new program with a new group of women who I've been holding space for, who, who I, and now I've like opened up that sort of energetic space, I guess, for the next four months as I'm carrying all these people, <laughs> well, not carrying, but I'm I'm just holding space for a lot right now. And Colleen messaged me and she said, "You need to like, make sure you cut cords with everybody in the, the previous program as you prepare for the next program. And I guess what my learning curve has been is they've been so jammed up back to back that I'm still ca- looking after one group while the new group is starting. And so in a couple of weeks time, I'll do my You know, I'll do my like cleansing rituals, so to speak, just to close that energetic loop from one program. But it's interesting now hearing what you're saying. I'm
0: like, yeah, I see what's been going on. I've experienced things in the last few months in such an embodied way that has been different to how I've understood it before. So you can understand things in your head and you can really believe them and go with them in your head, like truth. But then you can understand them from your body. And that's like a different level of knowing.
1: Mm-hmm. And that's where still- I'm at
0: right now. Yeah, it's it's like, it's an embodied knowing, which is, yeah, it's from your soul. Mm-hmm. So that's where I am right now. And just, there's been things that have come up through this weekend that have just, again, just shown me that everything is here. We, we're being guided by these things and you have to step into an, an element of trust of it all. And that's really been, my learning and what I've been doing over this over this weekend over this past weekend when I was on the retreat is because I didn't sleep and you know I woke up on the Sunday morning I was like you know well I woke up but I didn't actually sleep so I was just like okay it's five o'clock let me turn my phone off so I got up and I was like what is it that I need to be able to support these women today, and I like just sat in a meditation, like on my own in my bedroom. Like, what is it that I need to be able to support these women? And I was like, okay, I need. That's what I feel I need is energy. So right now, I need energy. So I was like, okay, energy. I was like, message Colleen, and I was like, Colleen, um, I haven't slept for two nights. Um, I'm running this retreat. It's the last day today. Can you please just send some energy healing? And she was like, sure. And she said to me, so. She said to me, do you want earth, love, water, or fire? Mm -hmm. And the practices, the days that I had set for this retreat, four practices that I had was a grounding earth practice, a heart opening practice, a water flow, and the final day was a fire chakra. Nobody knew that. I hadn't shared that schedule anywhere. I hadn't released that anywhere. It wasn't public. And when she replied back with those four things, what do you want? And I was like, well, it's fire. Of course it's fire. (laughs) And And fire is like energy, right? I was like, of course fire. Like there was no like, Oh, I don't know what she's asking me. It was just so clear. And then I was just like, Oh, I trust you so much because you have to have a sense of trust and that's what I've experienced just not only through that, but lots of other just incidences and things that have come up for me over this weekend. And this path that is now opening is just this feeling on my heart is trust, 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 trust. And when I was in the shower on the retreat on Saturday night, when some stuff had moved and like, there was a really like profound experience for me and for powerful group energy that was created um, within that container on the Saturday. And I was just standing in the shower and I was like, all I could hear, like, and I have really like started to discern this difference between when I'm speaking with my head and when I'm speaking with my heart or speaking, something speaking through me. And the words that I hear are simple, succinct. They're short. They're not a story. And honestly, like when I was standing in the shower on a Saturday evening, all I could hear in my heart was this, 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 this this and I was like this is what I'm meant to be doing 100% without a doubt I feel it in my body it is the right path for me without fail and that's what's given me this huge element of trust and I think that there might be this transitional period or this the shift period where as the facilitator was saying he's like you know up until this point everything's been he looked at he's like I looked at your website and it speaks to the Shay. that's like And I was like, I know what you're going to say. It's like this cartoon, like lively, whatever. And Colleen's word is fluffy, right? It's the fluffy stuff. And he's like, but there's a serious now. And I said, yes, I I feel that. So there might be this criticism as I move into this more serious, but more deeply, profoundly healing and helpful for people. That's really where this real power that I have lies and not power in a in an ego sense, but really in a power to be able to help shift and transform the lives of people. And I feel that so deeply within me that it it doesn't feel feel weird to say. It doesn't feel shameful to say. It doesn't feel anything that's – it feels just so right in my body, as I say it. So that's that sense of knowing again. Mm. Amazing. (laughs) I'm I'm just
1: beaming. I'm just –
0: yeah, I just feel like I'm just in a really, I'm in an interesting place at the moment. Like I'm kind of dancing between these two things and I still will have this container for this beautiful, wonderful practices that we can create and we can move and we can do yoga and we can breathe and it's really beautiful. And I love that and, and I so love it. Um, but something else is, is emerging as well. And kind of what I what I've been liking this tool, this and this image that I have in my head is of, if you think of like an archaeologist digging for bones, what I feel yoga does is, you know, they have those little brushes that like brush 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 the sand and like what i feel like yoga does is it brushes the sand off the surface and it brushes the sand brushes 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 and obviously if you have a really sustained yoga practice over time and over years like it can really take that quite you can really take that brushing quite deep and you can remove a lot of stuff a lot of sediment that's sitting on your heart or sitting in your body or whatever but this work now is like excavation it's like taking out the heavy stuff that you don't need to hold anymore. The brontosaurus. Yeah, it's like unearthing the brontosaurus. Like, that's how I feel. Unearth the brontosaurus. Like, yeah, it's like you don't need to carry that brontosaurus anymore. Like, let's dig that shit up. <laughs> Amazing. I'm going to cartoon that for sure. Credit to Anna. Me. <laughs> oh gosh yeah so that's where I'm at like even this podcast went a little bit deeper than I was expecting but it's just the truth of where I am right now Mm, I feel that Mm, and it's it's real it's very real for me in my body and my heart so yeah I'm excited to see where it goes listening to you speak I'm like I
1: need to get on one of these retreats so (laughs) if people are curious um I mean, what's the best thing for them to do? Just be on your um, mailing list so they can find out more
0: when you're ready to share more? Yeah, I think obviously on the mailing list is useful and on social media. What I am planning, and I was looking at some retreat options for early next year, which I will do like a voyage to the soul. And there's like some time in March, April next year, which I'm looking at a retreat venue at the moment. And that will be, a longer than a, a weekend because I don't think a weekend is enough time, maybe four days, but I'm also going to um, check in with the facilitator and his recommendation of the type of container that needs to be created because I think that's the framework is really important for this, what needs to come up and move in that container in that space. So, yeah, once I know more about, we'll have more clarity on the actual admins of it all, the the logistics of it all, then I'll share on my mailing list or on social media or on my website, And um, I think you just got to stay connected to stay in the loop. Um, but if you're listening to this podcast, then you'll probably hear about it at some point. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, but I'm just, I'm really excited. I think when I, when because I, now I'm running another retreat in South Africa, another move, breathe, create retreat. And I think I'm going to run it as the beautiful experience of the yoga, creativity, art, get inspired, feel filled up, like relaxation, like beautiful, joyous thing. Because it's now these two retreats are quite close back to back and I can really start to feel for myself okay, what is, what is my heart being pulled towards here? And does this offer enough space for people to get what they are needing to get? And just, it'll be an interesting practice of seeing those two spaces side by side. Yeah, for, for a little bit of clarity for me, even though I have a lot of clarity for a little bit of reassurance or yeah, I can separate these two into two different experiences for people. And people can choose what they want or what they need. Um, but also sometimes the things we need are not necessarily the things we want. So Indeed. That's, some, that's the tricky challenge. And like one of the ladies on the retreat, she said to me, she was like, I saw her in yoga at the beginning of the week. And she's like, oh, I feel like oh, I went back and read like, did I like misread this? Because you lured I in with all this like creative stuff. And then it was just like, Wow. And I was like, yeah, that's kind of what I did do. <laughs> um, and I'm glad I did it. Yeah, there, there's definitely some learnings for me. And in, in that process and that structure, which is why I've been speaking to the facilitator and he's going to supervise the next um, container that I create on this. But sometimes we need to be lured in. Yes. <laughs>
1: When I ran my um, weight loss program, which I no longer run, I remember I always used to say that you get what you need, not what you want. Mm. And I would always lure people in with this idea of weight loss. And of course, it wasn't not about helping them to reach their goals, but I think it was, uh, they would join the program thinking that they were going to lose weight and then that way would get. So much more than perhaps they bargained for, and some people would be ready to look at it, and some people were not ready to look at it, and and that was just
0: their process and where they were, and Mm. uh, everything happens in its time. Mm. And what you were saying there about you get what you need, not what you want, is something that is for me as a facilitator and teacher something that is so important to remember because I think as if and this is what the conversation that I had with my facilitator yesterday was. You know, there's a little bit of attachment in you as a teacher or facilitator for everybody to have this glorious experience. But exactly, you have to remind yourself that people are getting what they need, not what they want. And the things that stirred up in people and what came up for them was what they need there's been a few different unfoldings over this little while and I've, and I've connected to people individually over this last week as they've kind of reintegrated after the retreat. And there's been some really big shifts in people and they needed to have the experience that they had on the retreat with me in order to open that up for them. Whereas for me, I could have got attached to, Oh, but they didn't get this experience on the retreat. They got something else, but that has opened up a pathway to something much bigger than they expected so yeah that's where I'm at
1: I think that's also definitely been my my learning as a coach uh, sort of having an expectation of what the results or outcomes should be and then wanting to help the client get that and then attaching my self-worth to whether they got it or not but actually it's not about that at all. It's about the process that they go through and the journey that they go on. So I really hear you on that.
0: Mm. And I think the thing of when you can stay in that open hearted space yourself, then you are less likely to get attached to the success quote unquote of what the people that you are guiding are experiencing. So like, on the actual retreat, when when I was like really in this really open-hearted space, it's like, okay, this is all happening and, and it's meant to be like this. And then when you come back or well, there's there's that sense of a little bit of closing, a little bit of contraction, which is natural, normal for more, you know, to happen. But then you can start coming up with other things that are coming up and, oh, maybe I should have done this and should have done that. But then it's about reminding yourself and bringing yourself back to that open-hearted space so that you can realize that truth again of people getting what they need. And then your self-worth is not influenced by it.
1: I had this experience in a yin yoga class I was teaching a couple of weeks ago that there's a lady who comes to a lot of my classes and her husband sometimes comes with her to the yin class. And he was just very, very tight, very inflexible, was really struggling with just most of the poses, you could tell he was uncomfortable. He couldn't sit still. I had to come over and give him a few modifications. And it, you know, for me witnessing it, it just looked like a very uncomfortable practice. And I was almost feeling bad for him that he didn't get maybe what I thought he wanted from the class. And I was like, oh no, this poor guy. And then at the end of the class, he came to me and he was like, that was amazing. <laughs> and I was just like, I was like oh my gosh that's so great but it was just so interesting to observe how you just you just never know what anyone's experienced really mm-hmm.
0: and your perception of what they're experiencing can be completely different to what is actually what they are actually experiencing which goes for everything yeah um, but then it's also interesting it's that oh we wait for that or we wait for that um, confirmation and suddenly when they've affirmed to us that it was good it's like oh, yes, I'm good again. I've achieved. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so it's Detaching from that, which is so hard because we're in the space of helping and healing. So that's what we want. But yeah, it's, it's that fine balance of letting go of that a little bit, which is the challenge.
1: Mm-hmm. And sometimes I, I've just been listening actually to Megan Watterson's new book, which is um, the Mary Magdalene book. And she talks about like, you have to like, fully die. Like I I, I may have quoted that wrong, but she talks about like, you have to almost like fully break to transform. And I think about my own recent healing adventure, I really had to hit that rock bottom point to just, Break up a lot of the conditioning, a lot of the attachments, and and that's not to say I'm no longer free of conditioning and attachments. I definitely still have those things, but in specific ways. I can see now in hindsight how I really had to go to that very, very broken place. And I think Rebecca Campbell talks about like you hit rock bottom and then you realize rock bottom is just a ledge and then you Mm. crash down a little bit further and sometimes healing has many stages and not all of them look like progress.
0: And that idea of broken, like I would rephrase that as dismantling of the identity Mm. because when you dismantle the identity and take apart the personality, what's left with is the sense of union this love this consciousness what we were talking about at the beginning of my new understanding of what yoga really is truly so yeah once you can let go of all that shit you say broken or dismantle or kind of like you know shake it up so that it uh, leaves then you arrive at this place that's really amazing so an expansive and limitless so yeah yeah Amazing. I've loved this today. <laughs> oh, well, thank you so much for listening, everybody. Um, and stay tuned for seeing what's coming next in the world of Shay's offerings.
1: <laughs> I think it's gonna be super exciting. We're all hanging on the cliff <laughs> <laughs> hanging on
0: the cliff edge to unearth your brontosauruses. <laughs> <laughs>
1: we'll speak to you soon, everyone. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to another episode of Kombucha and Colour.
0: If you have enjoyed or been inspired by our conversations today, please leave a five-star review on Stitcher or iTunes. Don't forget to share with friends and family. This will help other women find inspiration to live life bright. We'd love to connect with you on social media. Come find me, Shay, by searching Shaydaya Yoga on Facebook or Instagram.
1: You can find me, Anna, by searching Anna Marsh on Facebook or Instagram. And remember, you can always refer to the links in the show notes. See you next week.
0: Hi, it's Shay here. Take a moment right now to reflect on how you measure a successful day for yourself. For a long time, I measured the success of my day based on the number of Instagram likes or followers I gained, the money I made, or the amount of love or praise I received. Whilst these are wonderful things to desire, Using them as a metric of success left me feeling really depleted. It was only after some honest soul-searching that I've truly shifted my metrics so that now I define my success on whether I'm able to answer yes to the following three questions. Have I moved my body today? Have I breathed or sat in stillness today? Have I created something today? Move, breathe, create. When I focus on these as measures of a successful day, I am able to really slow down, get out of the busyness of my head, back into my body, and manifest things from a really authentic place. What's even crazier is that when I focus on these three things, all the other shiny pennies, the money, the praise, the followers, the likes, they all flow into my life with such ease as a result of me being in an energized, calm, creative, and aligned state it's completely changed my outlook on life and it's made me a much happier person. I really want to share all my tools with you so that you too can manifest the things you want in your life from this energized, calm, creative and aligned state and feel really happy whilst doing it. Come and join me at movebreathecreate.com where you will find ways to energize your body and calm your mind along with creative tutorials and techniques to get you into that creative, manifesting state. Most Yoga Studio Monthly memberships cost upwards of £100 a month. And you can join me over at movebreathecreate.com, where you can find not only yoga practices and tutorials, but also workbook downloads, community, meditations, soul work, journal ideas, creative prompts, and inspiration, all for less than £10 a month. It's like your own personal yoga retreat space. Come connect back to your body, mind, and soul with me at movebreathecreate.com. I look forward to seeing you inside of the community.